0: With 10 years left to achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal number 1, no poverty, more than 730 million people remain below the global poverty line. And of this astonishing number, over two-thirds of them work in agriculture. Is it a coincidence or is it an injustice? Today, the average farmer makes only about 14 cents for every dollar that consumers spend on the food they produced. 14 cents. That means that for all of the supplies, the land, the labor, everything that went into producing that crop, less than two tenths of the revenue finds its way back to the actual farmer. This is indeed an injustice that can be traced back to the modern agricultural supply chain as the movement of materials from middleman to middleman cuts a widening hole in the pockets of our farmers. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake. And in today's preview, I will be talking with Camilo Ramos, CEO of SiembraCo, a digital platform putting the power back into the hands of the farmer by shortening the agricultural supply chain while allowing users, consumers like us, to virtually plant our own crops and enjoy the harvest.
1: Innovation. Resiliency. Discovery. Join Mike Lake. President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow.
0: Hello, and welcome, Camilo. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. And of course, I want to welcome all of our guests, both those who are listening and those who are watching. I'm so happy to introduce you today to Camilo Ramos. He is the CEO of Sambrico, a digital platform connecting demand with supply in the agriculture industry by providing traceability and fair pricing. So Camilo, tell us, how is it that you got passionate and and motivated to create a solution that dealt with the challenges of the agriculture industry?
1: Hi, Michael, thank you very much by this opportunity. For us, it's very important. Uh, Siembraco is working very hard to to have this kind of um, opportunities. Thank you very much. Uh, Well, Siembraco started in the medium of the pandemic. In May of 2020, in Colombia, we were in quarantine and all all the country was closed by by the pandemic, you know. Uh, In that moment, we saw the risk of shortage and the food safety um, was in risk. Uh, In that moment, I have been working in in a bank by 10 years. Um, And one of my activities was to um, evaluate financial models in in the future. And I started to talk to think about um, the consequence of the pandemic more than the biological risk. So uh, the food safety was uh, a very important um, thing that 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 I thought that was in risk. And with my wife, we started to develop a solution uh, for people who live in series and don't have farm or knowledge about agriculture. Uh, they depend of the traditional market. And in that moment, the pandemic showed us the weakness and inefficiency of the uh, traditional distribution chain. So uh, I asked to some friends if they will, if they were interested in to plant virtually uh, without land, without farm. Uh, and they were interested. In that moment we started to develop our solution uh, to research about agriculture, and we found all the barriers uh, and challenges that a smallholder farmer has. Uh, one important thing is that actually 54% of the farmers in Colombia are people uh, 52 years old or older. So uh, wow. that that is that is a big problem, and also is one of the reasons why I grow in the city because my father, my parents, came from from the field to the. Series um, to find more opportunities and also the parents of Julie, my wife. So we <laughs> we grow in the series, but you know we have family in the field and we saw all the barriers that they had, and we decided to quit our old jobs to de- uh, to develop Sembraco um, and now we are here. So <laughs> we are very happy by this. That that is our our passion. Um, you know, feel that we are returning to the field uh, and uh, helping our our farmers, our, especially our smallholder farmers.
0: I was just gonna say, you're doing so much more than kind of returning to the field and creating this virtual uh, planting field, but you're, you're really changing lives. Um, I mean, in most places around the world, um, that we we have this this uh, dichotomy between the fact that food is one of the most important things we have or that we need, and yet the very people who are producing that food are often living below the poverty line. I mean, it's a real challenge for farmers to to sustain a, a, a lifestyle and and you know to to stay above water. So your your um, Well, give us a sense of what that challenge is like for for farmers that you've worked with.
1: Yes. Um, In Colombia, we have around 5 million smallholder farmers that live uh, with less than $2 a day. That is a big problem. And in La Tau Latam, you can see the same factors. So um, the lack of... Financing access, um, the lack of information, technify um, of the crops, and one important thing is that technology um, is not or haven't implemented in the in the field from mm-hmm. the last fifty years. So other sectors um, have a very lack, very big lack compared with the agriculture. Um, In in that moment, when when we saw that, uh, that was our first first mission. We worked to improve the productive conditions of of smallholder farmers. Um, They don't have access to financing. and and in, In Latin, in general, in Colombia, we have around eight Middlemen between farmers and consumers, and they Eight. obtain aid. Yes. Wow. A- and so that's opt- where
0: all the profits are going. Everybody yeah. takes a piece of the farmer's profit.
1: Yes, because they, in the distribution chain, in average, they they obtain up to three hundred twenty percent of what the farmers receive. So, like you say, all the earnings are in the traditional distribution chain in the middlemen, th- their value is to connect between them. But for example, one hectare of melon produce 36 tons of melons and the smallholder farmers receive around $10,000, while the final consumers pay around $42,000 by the same product. So uh, $32,000 stay in the distribution chain. Um, and that is a, a very big problem. Um, And also, we have volatility in the market, uncertainly. And this is a risk because uh, farmers don't have incentive to produce.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk a moment about the middleman, because that's really what one of the main things that Procode tackles is eliminating the middleman, Um, or at least reducing the middleman, I'll say. You know, it's it's putting money back into the fa- hands of farmers that have worked hard, uh, taken all the risk, um, and it's also allowing individuals to to create their own virtual farms. So tell us how Siembra Co. works.
1: Yes, we connect, SiembraCo as a bridge that connects directly farmers with customers. Thus, we maximize the benefits for boot parties. Do you remember the three hundred twenty percent that Middlemen obtain? We distribute it between farmers, um, customers, and timberco that serves a bridge. So we we are working to improve the the production in the field because we give we eliminate the barriers to our farmers. And when when our customers plan virtually they pay in advance so with this money we give the financing to our cost to our farmers at zero percent and also it represents um, um a stable income for for to them because they they sell to plant with our model right uh, and this represent stability, development economy and uh, technification of the crops we implement good agricultural practice um, so what, one one important thing in, in with the farmers is to include them in the techno technological era
0: yeah, so walk me through so i want i want to um Create my virtual farm. This is an app, right? I download it to my phone. What do I do?
1: Yes, it's very easy, SimbraCo. It's very easy because um, it's an PWA, Progressive Web App. It's an application, but it's in the web. You can download it directly. You don't need to go to any uh, app store. Yeah. It's very easy. Only SimbraCo.com. Um, and you you create your user, and you select the crops that you want to to sow virtually. We have thirty five variety of crops, um, and we we have farmers in six department of Colombia. So when you create, for example, watermelon uh, crops, you planted um, three through plants, virtually. We assign your plants to our associated farmers who make it real. And um, we give all the resources, comprehensive support, and we do also the traceability of your crop. Mm. When the harvest is ready, you can use it for our consumption. Uh, we can send you to, to your home to sell or to donate. We also work with companies. And actually, is the 98% of our sales at our trial B2B market, and they are acquiring their inputs fruits or vegetables with our model because they represent stability in the price for them, control of their inputs, you know, traceability, uh, quality requirements. So, uh, when the harvest is ready, we have a um, logistic system in mm-hmm. which we do the <laughs> logistics from the crop directly, from the field directly to your address. Uh, also in this way, we have a short circuit. We reduce the food, uh, this, uh, the carbon footprint and you will enjoy fresh products, you knowing the real origin and more important thing, you, you will help a family, a farmer family.
0: Absolutely, and so are there limitations? I mean, I'm here in Boston. You are in Colombia. Can I still virtually farm?
1: Yes, you can do it. But the the use that you can do with your, with the harvest is to donate to vulnerable yeah. people. We have foundations that uh, feed vulnerable people, and through them we can uh, we they are the channel in which we give the food. And and also you can sell the your crop or your harvest, and we give you um, a bonus to 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 create other other crop. So yes, you can do it.
0: Wow! And, and you're bringing like a whole new meaning of farm to table here. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's really impressive and. Do you see that um, at some point um, looking out 10, 20, 50 years from now, you know, is it is this something that you expect that will spread all over the world that everybody like myself can be ordering in advance my crops, um, having it delivered to my door or to my restaurant if I owned a restaurant? Um, And if so, what what do you see as the ultimate impact in you know 50 years from now is it to to me the consumer to the farmer to the community
1: to to the whole world well it's a good question (laughs) 50 years is a long time but our main goal is at 2030 impact positively at least 12 million people without technology. So 250 years will be a huge number for us. Um, But we are working on that. We also are working to export, not only from Colombia, uh, from other countries in Latin. You know, we we have capacity to produce food for the world. So export is one of our strategies to, to grow our solution. And in 50 years, uh, the only thing that I can say you is that you will know the real origin of the, of your food, of your products. You can, you you will, you will say to your families, to your friends, uh, from where reap your tomatoes, and it, it, we will continue. Um, implementing technology in the field and working to improve the productive condition of smallholder farmers in the world in that moment.
0: <laughs> and for the farmers, I mean, that's a real game changer, right? I mean, this is an opportunity to, to, to build wealth, um, to pass it on from one generation to another, to, to basically change whole family dynamics around the ability to move above the poverty line. Yes, it it really is incredible. But I, 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 there's also another piece we haven't talked about. And I'll mention it real quick. It seems to me that by localizing things this way, we're also reducing the carbon impacts of agriculture. Um, with you know, if it's more localized, it's it's um, it's ha- fewer carbon emissions. For instance, is that, am I
1: understanding that correctly? Yes, yes, there is because you know when the middleman do the logistic, the products travel a lot and are mm-hmm. manipulated without control. So with SembraCo, we go directly from the field until the final destination. So we cut the uh, carbon footprint. Uh, also, we are looking for short circuit. And that is one of the reason why we, we want to continue working with living series, because our, our solution, will improve the distribution chain. I think that our solution radically streamlined the food distribution chain compared with the traditional channel.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, our time went by way too fast here. I would really love to dive into some of these other impacts because you are creating a game-changing solution here and um, there's just not enough time to cover it all. But uh, thank you so much for, For your passion and and compassion you know understanding the challenges that these smallholder farmers have and um, you know what it means to them and their families to be able to to produce um, to continue to produce crops that actually yield them a greater financial impact Um, so thank you for changing lives thank you for taking the time to be with us here today on on preview of tomorrow
1: Thank you very much by this opportunity, and we hope that you will be a virtual farmer. Thank you. And
0: thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guest today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow.
1: Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.